it's time for for us to take testimonies. I already have a list here for people that want to testify. Amaka, are you in the house? Okay. All right, I don't care. I don't care. Let's clap for her. She come forward. Please, you have two minutes. Let's try and focus on her. Praise the Lord. I'll try not to cry. I'll try not to. Adesoya Morayo Iwalewa Charity was a sister to me. Uh, she was, I'd known Moriah all my life, but we have never been friends. We lived opposite each other for years. And so I always say that my friendship with her was orchestrated by God. And it turned out that we both ended up in LOC almost two months apart of each other. She came in first. And then I joined LOC two months after. And my former neighbor was now my church member. And we just clicked it up from there. I'm standing here. I remember there was a time that I was going through depression and I was suicidal. Mommy Kewe remembers. Moriah was in my house. I will never forget. We prayed together. And she left my house, and I decided to end my life. And for some reason, Moriah forgot her charger in my house. And she had an extra key to my house. We were that close, because my grandma wasn't around. And Moriah walked in that evening. I had sniper in my hand. I was ready to take my life. And she walked in. And she was like, but I left you now. I brought something to you. You prayed with me. So what's this? And she told me and showed me how much of an important person I was. And I remember us praying together. Even when God told me to gather women and we should pray. And I didn't have the strength to. Moriah was the glue that held us together. She would call me every Tuesday. Brothers, time to pray. Had the ladies around. I remember she would cook. She and Ngozi, they would cook. And we would eat after praying. Blessing can remember. Those days were amazing days. And even after we all stopped praying together and everybody grew and had stuff to do, Moriah was still there. Mariah will call me. She knows I don't like to cook. She was that kind of person. Even when I got so busy and we didn't have, we, there was no time for, to be available for my grandma. Mariah volunteered to make bowl of soup every week for my grandma. At little or no beef. She was good like that. She was so truthful that if you give her a job, if your granite oil remains one cup, Moriah will return your granite oil. 
she was that truthful. If you send her to the market and your money is remaining 50 naira, Mariah will come back with your 50 naira. She was that amazing and she was obedient to a fault. She was so, I remembered when she wanted to do that free training. I said, it's not good for a startup. Why do a free training? She said, the Holy Spirit says it is free. And little did I know that she just wanted to impart lies. I'm just grateful for the way she lived. She taught me service. She taught me sisterhood. She taught me so many things. And I know she won a lot of souls for Jesus. And I know she's with Jesus right now. And I'm just grateful for a life lived with Christ. A life led by Christ. And a life that was for Christ. Thank you very much. Amaka. Please, you have two minutes. Let's try and walk with her. That round of applause is for Morayo, please. For every person that comes in and go back. something I said I was going to do maybe two, a few days I'll just go to the MC and say, oh okay, Asusuzo Punch, you give me like ten minutes to say this thing for my friend. So it was a long thing I wrote in my diary, but I had to talk it out. So I, I read um, as I wrote my mold, my fish, my bestie, my soul sister, my friend, emphasis on friend, Today you become a wife, a lover, a sister, a mother to your husband. I remember the day he mentioned the whole marriage thing and how shocked I was. Like, why am I just getting to know who this guy said, you know? I said I was so angry and then I started crying and you hugged me we both laid on the bed and you said you always be with me that we were not leaving each other I asked are you sure you said yes emphatically and I believed you <laughs> we used to say we would have um, married each other if either of us was a man probably Stephen wouldn't have even met her we'd have been married since uh, so Stephen you're taking my girl away. Please take care of her. She can be stubborn. I know you know. But do right by her. The Bible says he who finds a wife has found a good thing. And shall obtain favor from the Lord. I want you to know. That you're not just marrying any wife. But the wife. You know what the Westerns call a trophy wife. My mo is the best of them. I know this union is heavenly bound and I pray today that whatsoever is good enough for God is good enough for you both and whatsoever is not good enough for God is not good enough for you too. 
I love you, my friend and sister. You always be my best friend. This I wrote, you know, to say on her wedding day, but I'm saying it here today in this circumstance. Mary always said she's not scared of death. She always said that she's not afraid to die. You know, she said, if it comes today, I'm ready. And I'll look at her like, you know, with this bombastic side eye, like, are you okay? And she meant it. She meant it. She meant it. She was, Ronke was saying she's obedient. She was obedient to a fault. If you were a distraction, any form, any kind, you are gone. It's a faulty Lord. Mario will kick you. Anything that would stop her, you know, from God, anything that wanted to distract her, to turn her away from God, you're, you're just, she will put you on side with, without thinking twice. One day she called me and said, this was how obedient I know she was, you know, anything to distract her was not to be considered. She came and said, Maka, she calls me Maka, that's the way my dad called me. And she picked it up from there. She said, Maka, what if I don't want children? And I looked at her and I said, said, these things will delay, it will hinder the ministry if you do this. And I looked at her, at the beginning, I said, have you spoke to Stephen about this? She said, not yet. Say, ah, I'm not the one that is marrying you go and talk to your husband today. Let him know that this is what she didn't want children at first. She didn't want and the next time we saw her she said okay, maybe one, maybe two. But Stephen had agreed and I said fine. This is your decision and I know you don't just take decisions on your own without God guiding you, without God leading you. Maya was my friend indeed. My friend indeed. My sister, my friend. If I was in trouble, she was in trouble. If I was happy, she was happy. If I was sad, she was sad. Everything. She was with me every step of the way. Every step. Every step. And I just want to say thank God for her life because she lived a beautiful life. A life I wish I did. I, I, I wish I lived, you know. She knew God the way I wish I knew God. She was obedient. And I just want to thank God thank the church. I knew she was always loved here, but, you know, there's something about seeing that love and showing it. You guys showed showed up from Rio, and I want to say thank you to the church, to the body of Christ, for honoring her the way you did. God will honor you all for showing up for her. God will show up for you. For believing in her, God will believe in you too. Thank you so much. Pastor Adeliki, Pastor Adeliki in the house. Okay, he's not around. Can we have Doom? He's less encouraged. That round of applause is for Mariah. Last one week has been, have been very tough. I'm not going to lie, and I think the feeling I felt the most, among all the emotions I felt, I felt cheated. And 
to an extent, it doesn't make sense because, to be fair, for the kind of person Mariah was, if she think about, yeah, I thought about it and said she had the choice of staying with us or staying with Jesus. Even I would have chosen Jesus hard, hard. For for me, I felt Mariah was she was a lot of things. I think one of the things I'm most grateful for. a lot with it. There's so much I can say about her, but I think some of her standard qualities were she understood honor. But there were times I found myself struggling to outlive my honor. And um, we exchanged a lot of things. She was one of the people who, if I wanted to test the spiritual temperature, if I thought I was hearing something and I wanted to church in Orlando. Mariah was, Mariah loved God. She loved the church. She loved us. One of our, my first introductions to her was more delicacy, her business. And this was something Mariah did. I don't know if, how many people know this, but you know, in church, she used to come with food to sell in church. But after a while, she stopped. And she made the arrangement. She actually supervised the arrangement of how we make sure food will be available for people to buy in church. But this was why she did it. Mariah is always one of the first people to come to church. And it was because she came to church to pray. She said, by the time she made the decision, it was, it was because she had found out that waking up to prepare the food and then coming, still coming to pray, it was beginning to hamper it. So she prioritized praying for the church. Because of service, Mariah might just send something and then she'll just come and then speak to a number of us and then say... I'm feeling uneasy in this area, in this area, in this area. Mariah understood the service. She was, she was just a sweet soul. And I'm grateful that we had the privilege to enjoy these few years with her. And our consolation is that she's with Jesus. We know that without any reasonable doubt. And I'm sure she knows this and she says this. The rest of us. And one of the last conversations we, I had with her was that, they're getting married. Please make sure you replicate yourself before you leave here. We don't live without replicating ourselves. That's how this tribe does. And even this week, I was wondering, did she really do it? But with what I have seen, I think she did. She left a piece of herself in each and every one of us. Just want to thank God for this life that we had the privilege. Pastor Delicate in now. Are they doing? Tomiwa, please that round of applause. Let's let's have it. It's for Morayo. Praise the Lord. You know, when they came and said, Do you have anything to say about Sister Morayo? I said yes, but next seconds I said, can I say no? But my spirit keeps telling me that you have to say something because she has did a lot to you. You know, when I first knew Sister Mariah, she's like a rod that corrects me, even though I'm a bit older. But later I got to realize that what she's correcting me for, I think I know everything, but I didn't know everything. It's much important to my life. LOC brought us together. God brought us together. Evangelism brought us together. 
ushering department brought us together. I remember one thing that when we were doing evangelism together, we are always prayer together. And most of the time, me and I alone, we go to shops, we go to houses. And we are having time with them. She may not be speaking, I mean, talking about Jesus, but you can see her around children, making them feel loved. And after we finish, then we, we branch places to buy, you know, food stores, vegetable, you know, she cooks, right? But she has been light, very indeed. I mean, God said we should come and be light to one another on the earth. So I give God the glory for her being light to the ushering department. Most of all, feel depressed most of the times, but whenever we all ask together to pray in group, in the next week or next two weeks, we see testimony. And I know it's not by our power, but by the grace that I have invested in her and every one of us. So I know that our family is here, and they are not at loss, even though she's not alive anymore. And what she has left behind, we abide forever in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Oh. Maurice? Morris, we have Ngozi. Please, those round of applause. Let's have it. It's for Morayo. Morris. Yeah. Um, one time I told her, one, one Sunday she came to her, I told her, we are family. And she's like, yeah, you're, I'm Yoruba, whatever tribe you are. I don't want to know, but we are not. I told her, no, I know you. I, know, I really know you. I've not, I've not just said anything. That when I was way younger, when I was just, I think it was just three, my mom, um, my aunt took me to your uncle's office to learn architecture. I think my mom was trying to figure out, ah, I don't want this boy to be playing football. From just three to SS1, three month gap, the boy will be playing football. So it, uh, my mom took me to his un uh, uncle's office when I was le learning architecture. So uh, the uncle liked me so, so much. And she was sending me a couple of errands. So she sent me to meet, first time to meet Mariah's mom. And that was when I announced for her. So then one Sunday, boom, she came to LOC. I just saw her in LOC. And I didn't say anything. I just locked up. Then one Sunday morning, I just told her, <laughs> we are family. Ever since then, she was now calling me Egon. I got so disturbed that she was calling me Egon because I was telling her the history of her family. She came to, um, like, years back, she started coming to church very early, and I was I was so surprised because she was doing a lot of setup even before I come, she has, she's in church, and there was one Sunday that Pastor Kerry came and said that, oh, Maurice, she shook me that, ah, like the arrangement. I said, it's not me, oh, it's Morayo. It's Morayo. Morayo did the setup. Because of that, because of, because of the fact that I know that we know each other, I always want to hug her. You know, she's this kind of, what we Christians call spirit coco. But no, she's the kind of Christian that, that she will stay here, you will stay there. Opposite said, let's talk, talk from there, I talk from there. So let's wave the wave. But me, I said, no, no, I'll hug you. The prodigal son, the father saw, ran, saw, spread his hand and hugged and kissed. I kept on hugging her every Sunday and she got so, she, she got so used to it that, okay, when I see Maurice, she'll not be there. I love that. She loved the Lord. We, we all can attest to the fact that she loved the Lord. Um, the Bible in Zechariah 4, 12 says that the Lord will restore, return to me, O prisoner of hope. For I, the Lord, I'll restore double for your trouble. And I pray that the Lord will restore to 
double for every trouble he has caused that this um, incident has caused the church, our family, and our fiance. Thank you. After Ngozi, we will have um, Shayo. Please just get ready. Praise the Lord. It, um, it didn't occur to me that I still had faith that it was a lie. And I was hoping that when I come this morning, she was going to see me outside and shout, My HOD. And I'll say, You're not just serious. We all grew up together in the same environment, but we were not close. I, I knew her as Amaka's best friend, and Amaka is one of my closest childhood friends. I always admired her from a distance, but Morayo had this tough look that almost, I mean, I know that his mouth I have, I don't have power. My mommy and Koku said they'll beat me outside one day. So when I see Murayo like this, <laughs> I used to pass. But then she came to LOC and we became friends and I realized that she wasn't as tough, like she wasn't a wicked person. She was a sister. Every time we went for prayers, she'd come inside and say, and just give me words of encouragement. And she would tell me, you know it's only your food that is to eat outside. Cook it well. In fact, this is what I want to eat today after prayers. She was always there in ushering. She was in my department. And whenever I had any issues, I would always go to Moriah and she'd say, see, my HOD, you're just giving yourself headache. This is how you should do it. This is how you should do it. And of a truth, when I did it like that, I was really just giving myself headache. <laughs> it is well. She was a good person. She was a beautiful, beautiful soul. She always encouraged us to pray. Pray without ceasing. She will say, if you cannot pray, praise. Don't give the devil power over your emotions. She always said that a lot. And when she talked about death, she said it with so much confidence because she knew where she was going to. And I take solace in the fact that she's with the Lord and she's dancing with the Lord. Amen. Okay, uh, Toby, Ido, afterwards. Hallelujah. Uh. <sighs> Mariah is, um, I think when we were in um, um, Rose of Sharon building, um, when myself and Mariah started like very, very getting close, they used to mix us together. They'll see me, ah, I want to buy rice. I'm not selling rice. Are you not the girl that is selling rice? No, I'm not the one selling rice. It's Moriah. So they actually used to mix us up together. Even um, there was one gate man there that used to call us twin. Where your twin? 
she did inside, Papa, she did inside. So Mariah is, um, she's a friend. During the week, I was searching myself so well that, is this person really, are you really close to this person? Because you want to know why you are feeling this bad and feeling so cheated. And I went down to our chat and I was crying. I looked at the chat, I was crying because she's a sister. She's not my friend. She's a sister. I know times that we we go for prayers. She, are you coming, Shayo? I mean, I come from beggar then, so she'll be like, I'm coming, don't worry. There are times that someone would offend. She said, Mother, Holy Spirit will teach her. Don't worry. Even in the group chat, I'll message that this person just got talk, got, got me peace. Shayo, don't worry. They will learn. Don't worry. They will learn. That's who Moriah is. She's quick. You might think that, oh, her face is hard. She's She's not strong by face. She's so soft-hearted. And the thing that is giving me consolation was myself and PK actually saw her last on Sunday. Because we were going home together. She was like, oh, she's going to Ojojo. Ah, why not? Let's go. And we talked about food. Mariah will use food to preach to you, auntie. And I know then when she was selling food, I, would, I mean, I would message her. I want extra me to put it and send me account number. She's like, my sinzu. It's not about sinzu. Just put my meat for me. And that was who Moriah is to me. I'm not going to cry because I've cried. I've asked myself and I'm consoled. And by a dead body on Monday, we prayed. Yes, we prayed. We cried. We anointed her. We did everything. But we were consoled in Christ that Moriah has gone to be with God. And that's the only... We might feel... It might not be easy for everybody to accept that or to feel strong. Sometimes I'm even telling Piki that you are making me feel too strong. I don't want to be strong. I want to cry. Say, hmm, I worry. Don't be, don't, you have to be strong, especially for me. And she knows that I can cry. I'm very, I can, I can start crying now. But she has made me so, so strong that even myself, I'm asking, are you really this strong? But Mariah, I now ask myself, if Mariah was here, what would she tell you? What would she tell you? Shake your body, shake your body, and let's 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 move, let's do everything. And that's what I if I call anybody, I'm like, what would Moriah tell you in this situation? And that's our consolation that she has gone to be with Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I might, have, I might not have known Mariah for as long as others who grew up with her, but when I joined the church, I met Mariah. At first, it was high-high and everything, but I used to come in very early, so Mariah is always the first person I meet when I get to church. And that time, she was cooking, and she, she was still bringing food to church then, and I used to ask her, like, how do you do it? Yeah coming this early, yeah. she said, ah, she has to come in because she has to pray. I'm like, okay. And so there are times I'll meet Moriah, and those Sunday morning were our moments. Those were the moments where we got to talk, because those were the only times we saw ourselves during the week. And so we would talk. And Moriah would say, Toby, <laughs> don't joke with prayer. There were times when I would call Moriah on Saturday mornings and run care and we would pray. Those were just like a very few times. But Moriah, took her work with God so seriously that if you were in her way, she, you, had, you just had to leave. Because no human being was going to 
being between her and God. And that's how she made it very, very clear. When Mariah was, um, stopped cooking, she had told me that uh, she had stopped cooking now and um, people are still asking her for food. I was like, ah, so what will now do? She said, Toby, you start cooking. I said, Mike, you're living opposite church now. See where me I'm coming from. That means you want me to wake up 3 and 4 a.m.? She said, yes, that's the sacrifice. Now you're going to do it. Next week, Toby, Alpha, Mariah, I don't think I can do it though. But Mariah kept on telling me that I had to do it. And so I told my mom that, ah, Mariah is no more cooking. She said, we should cook. So we started cooking. And every time Mariah would check up and say, how far, how is it going? I know it's stressful, but just do it. Because she are doing it for God. Just do it. Mariah, you're... when she stopped cooking, she had said, God said, I'm like, God, she, she's, that's how, I don't even know how to explain it, but Mariah would literally put God in every sentence, literally telling you that. She doesn't make her decisions on her own. So if you are hoping to change your mind, that means you are hoping to change God's mind. And that was just what it was for her. Her obedience was too, it was too obvious. It was just too obvious. When she was going to do the um, free food thing and she had said it was going to be free, I'm like, how now? She's like, that's what God said. And that's what she was going to do. And so with Moriah, there was no maybe not maybe. As far as God had said it, that was what Moriah was going to do. Just last week, Sunday. And so when we moved here, Mariah, I either meet Mariah or she meets me. Once she walks in, she's shouting tea and she's shouting so loudly. And I'm like, Mariah, how are you? And we'll hug. And last week, I got in. She wasn't here. So I was the first person to come and she came in. And she shouted as usual. And um, Samuel also came in. And then I was eating. And she said, Ah, Toby, me, I'm on grill. And I gave her the food. And we ate and we laughed and we talked about boosting our catering businesses, and we talked about how we're going to package ourselves, and I was telling her the importance of packaging, and I was asking her if she even knew how to write a business proposal for food. She was like, no. I said, me too, I don't know how to write that. They told me to write it. She was like, I will write it. Send it to me. Oh, you know we're in this together? I said, yes, we're in this together. That this year, we're not even joking with this food thing. <laughs> so it was just very funny on Monday morning. And they said she's unconscious, but I have to know that saying she's... <laughs> I said, if it's play, you should stop it. And as of this morning, a part of me just really hoped that when I walked in, she was going to shout tea. <laughs> but God knows best. And I was telling Blessing this morning that Mariah wants us to be happy right now. So let's be happy that she lived her life well. Too obvious. There's no doubt about where she's going. So let's be happy and let's celebrate how well she lived. Hello, Toby. Another Toby. Good morning, church. Good morning, League of Champions. Irrespective, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Wow. I never imagined I would be here doing this. But I remember when I left League of Champions, um, I was a bit worried because, you know, I, I handled so much in the church, you know. And each time I came back, I found solace in the fact that new people had come in. So we had likes of Moriah, we had Shire, you know, that were already stable and carrying on with the work of God. Right? And that kind of like consoled me. 
But Moriah stood out particularly because she would reach out to me. I didn't have a relationship with her in League of Champions, but I did outside. And she would say, ah, Pressy. I said, you don't know me when I be Pressy. How come you they call me Pressy? Right? And she would randomly check up on me. And you know, when I saw the poster, when League of Champions members were posting, I, was, I reached out to Shai, what happened? And you know, I then went back to our chat. It's beautiful because Mariah was somebody that was very expressive. She let you know, or she let you know that she loved you. Right? She didn't hold back. She was free with her words like that. And the last voice note she sent to me, Moriah was saying, so when Amaka came and said something, um, Shia also and some other people saying that she didn't want to get married. I was like, she actually told me this. Right? She sent it in a voice note. And she said, I never wanted to get married. I never wanted to have children because the experiences I've seen. She said, but Toby, what you share on WhatsApp is my reason why I would say yes, I would get married. I have the voice note here. And I listened to that voice note because I know people tell me and say that, Toby, you share too much. Toby, your WhatsApp status is always... But then when I listen to voice notes like that, I'm consoled because my life is a testimony. I may not be a, a pastor holding a mic, but I know that there are people listening. And I'm grateful, grateful, grateful to God because Moriah was one of such people that expressed and, you know, showed me the work that God had put in my hands. Even without holding a mic, I was a minister. You see, and I listened to that voice note. I listened to it on Monday again. And I was saying, okay, okay. I'm not stopping. So this is to everyone out there. If Moriah has told you something that you're doing right, please continue. Do not stop now. Moriah will be really disappointed in you. The work that God has put in your hands, please continue to do it. Guess what? Because Moriah did her own. Do you see? But her time is up. You are still here on earth. So please do your own. Please do your own. If for any reason, for Christ and for who? For Moriah. Moriah did her own. She expressed her love. She did all of that. So I want to speak peace to our hearts this morning. The peace of the Lord that passes all human understanding rests on our hearts and in our minds. We, we have questions, yes, but the peace of God, the Shekinah peace of God rests on us. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding that says, how do we sort this out? I have questions. But God embraces us this morning with his peace. In the name of Jesus. Come on, celebrate, celebrate Jesus. Come on. Okay, right about now, we're going to have uh, Maureen. She's Moriah's sister. Eniola, sorry. Eniola, she's Moriah's younger sister. Please come forward. Lord.
dresses you see it's either me or my cousin sister that's always it's okay like this yes it's okay oh you go Bella, you are fine don't mind them oh don't mind them you are fine i still remember the day i am i barbed my hair i put this cutting it was not my idea though it was the barber's idea and my daddy say kilele nurule me go and barb the hair and I cut it pardon as in I was crying I was so pissed and my sister said ah, so what you are fine like this you are so you don't know you don't know anything she's only I, I cannot say me hearing um, and you're like I'm fine from other people I don't always believe it but me my sister telling me is very beautiful yes then um, I still remember one of our chats. We were talking about money because I sell lingerie, and she was like, "I was pressuring her that won't you patronize me? Which kind of sister you be self? You know, go buy something for me." And she was like, "Man, man must work and calculate first before doing fine game." I learned that thing from my sister. Till today, I don't just spend my money anyhow. That thing, if I want to spend money, that thing will ring bell. Gigi. Mm, I see my sister have come. <laughs> I'll just keep calm and everything. Is it food? I will miss my sister's food though. I will miss my sister's food. Is it a word? Keep it up. Especially when I offend in the house. Keep it up, oh. Keep it up. Keep it up. Is it? When I was in, I went to do my jupep and pedigree degree stuff I was calling out about something actually happened in the school I was so famous in the school because of what actually happened but my sister said I just thank God that you did not fall for that kind of stuff you leaving the school they will know you were not this kind of person I still which day was she in the room and I came to me I see one of my friend in school is working with my fa- my friend favor and she said I know Eniola saying the thing she said about me that I did not I did not rubbish myself I'm sure my sister is so proud of me I did not rubbish myself she was a model she's one of the model that I will look up to is it what no love fear don't let fear take over you fear is what will make the devil penetrate into your heart I'm afraid but I know it's not easy so I'm here just to tell you guys that if my sister has so seed into you guys' life, just let it show. Let it shine. Because it is the seed she has sowed that will be like Isha and Timaria at Don't let her be disappointed in us. I know I am also working on myself and she's the one helping me, but I know. It's only God I have now. So please, let my sister live on. I know it's not easy, but please. Let's have that round of applause. Let's have it. It's from Murayo. Okay, I'm going to bring up Pastor Adeleke, who is Murayo's uncle. You're welcome, sir. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. People of God, praise the Lord. Are you celebrating Jesus and Moriah here? Are you celebrating Jesus and Moriah here? Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. First of all, I want to thank you, Pastor. Thank you for this opportunity, Pastor. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to give to our family and to celebrate Moriah. We are not just celebrating Moriah, we are celebrating Christ as well. Praise the Lord. I want to thank every one of you in this church. This is a family, this is a wonderful family. You are all beautiful. You are all beautiful. I love you guys. On behalf of my entire family, I want to say big thanks to you all. thanks to you all. Even abroad, they all comment about what you guys did. Especially Amaka friends as well. Yeah, they love each other. They care for one another. And that's what we've been taught by Christ. Hallelujah. Um, seeing you guys, I see your future so bright. You keep out this work. Your future is so bright. You know, guess what? Jesus Christ said one thing. He said to his disciples, he said, when I was sick, you were not there to come to visit me in the hospital. When I was naked, you never clothed me. When I was hungry, you never came to give me food. A sister that came up to her said, I am right, I'll give food. Work. The disciple was asking Jesus, Where were you naked? Where were you sick? Where were you? If you have done this to any of your brother, you have done it for me. That's the reason why Christ came. I have to go back to my church, but I have some word for you all. Praise the Lord. You know, that very fateful day, my senior brother called me. Baba David, Baba David, I am just about to leave the house. Murayon, what about Murayon? Murayon just left. Lily, I told my son David, my khaki, I drove, you know, I have to enter the BRT lane. Always speed like that. When I was going, I was speaking in tongue. So essential. If you are not being speaking in tongue, you have to. You have to. I was speaking in tongues. But whatever that thing could be, you said there's no dead anymore in my house. That's the intention that I carried. And when I got home, where's Moriah? I didn't ask her, where's Moriah? She's in the hospital. I'll have to be hospital. I saw my daughter was lying flat, lifeless. Some people are praying, some people are crying. I told them, I don't want this. I walked every one of them out of the room. I closed the door. When I closed the door, the, everywhere was dark. So 
get to one, get to two. Get me a touch, not a phone. Just on a touch, not a phone. So, when in again, I close the door. I pray close to 45 minutes. I prayed. I know I prayed. After long, I said, I called the fiance, the husband to me. I said, have you called your pastor? He said, yes. He said, he has called Pastor um, Moriah's pastor too as well. Okay. I begin to call, I call my Zona pastor as well. I call um, staff, church staffs. I want prayers going on now. I didn't tell them that. I didn't tell anyone that it's lifeless. I told them that she's unconscious. Anyone call, say she's unconscious. But seeing Moriah lying down, she, she looks like somebody that was just sleeping. And in truth, that's what Jesus Christ said. He said to, he said to disciples, let's go out, wake Lazarus. Say, say Lazarus is sleeping. If he's sleeping, let him sleep. I mean, he's dead. I mean, he's dead. Because they couldn't understand. Praise the Lord. You know, we can, we continue with the prayer. The people that are, maybe because of their faith, do you know their faith was rise? By way we are speaking in tongues, pray, we pray more than five hours. And I love the things that the friend, Amaka, every one of them, they never give up. They were praying. We were all praying. I prayed my voice was crack. My throat was dried. At the time I called my Zona pastor, what's next? All I saw is just like an angel around us. Like angels. And I don't know what it means. Because determination that I've carried from, from home and I'm speaking in tongues in my heart that I will never let go of my daughter. But I call her my daughter. I can't talk much about what I do, but I want to say most of all the things she do. And um, I inspire her more. There was a, about a month ago, I was evangelized. I, I'm doing my evangelism in our, in our asylum in Shukule. I don't live in Shukule, but my, that's my family. I come there. My church members are there. So I was evangelized. I saw Moriah with some people. Oh, my, my big dollars. So when I go home, I go, Moriah, what are you doing? I say, ah, I'm evangelizing. Maybe I said, this is last Saturday or first Saturday of every month. Go out there to evangelize. I hold that so much. I said, keep up. I just work. This work that you are doing is a great work. So I said to her, I said, keep up this work. I mean, the day I heard Abra was because my reverence is from Deva, is a attend Deva life. You know, it's hardly you to hear Deva life speaking tongues. Though they speak in tongues, but not like. Uh, redeem Christ in us and all just like that praise the Lord I just say all that to say this 
brothers and sisters, the life is a spiritual life. We are spirit beings. At the day we went for the burial, I have to tell you the truth. I was weak. That's the long that you see any tears come out of my eyes. I not supposed to be there. According to our tradition in Yoruba. No. Say Niola and the younger one. Oh, what can they do? But Christ said this to us. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So when I got home that very day, I told my brother, I'm going home. I went back to my place. So I couldn't sleep. And I've not been sleeping since very day. I was asking God, why? How could this happen? How could it happen? How could this happen to my daughter? Lord, I want to know. say we will reign together with you. She's born again. Full of Holy Spirit. How could this happen? The devil, you said, is under our feet. Then, in the morning, we wanted to do our early morning devotion. We are reading our rhapsody of reality that very part, that very day, that we read the first word that came out. Say, God, do whatever he pleases. And it just dawned on me. God just talked to me immediately that way. Whether somebody do this or somebody do that, that hi, I welcome strength rise again. He said, Moriah is in my glory. She's my glory. And she's with me. Rejoice. Don't cry anymore. Tell my children they should rejoice. They should celebrate her. And immediately all of my children did. We went back to Shogole. I've called all my family has not yet come from Sweden. I call up. Are you way there? Yeah, you're there. Yeah, you're there. So I call everyone. My minister. I told them what God told me. Brothers and sisters, our dear sister there said we should move on. Paul said, I finished my course. I finished my race. Muraya has finished her course. The race, and she finished her course well. Because if it is poison, somebody will have crying in the minute of she died, crying, shouting, and all that. If somebody that is strangling her, I will, she will struggle. Muriel did not struggle; she was just lying like this on the floor. So that what happens me. That God knows about 
created on heaven and earth. So you know everything. Can someone open to Romans 5, 17, please? Just want to round up with that. The only one mark you have. Can you give him a mark, please? For if by the trespass of one man, death reign through that one man. How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of the righteous reign in life through that one man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The gift of righteousness is a gift. Righteousness is a gift. You don't have any of your power on your own that will say that, yes, I'm righteous. Righteousness is a gift. He said we will reign together with him. By one man, dead came. But through Jesus Christ, he said we shall reign together with him. We shall reign together with him. If you are here today, you are not yet born again. This is your hour. But I'm very sure that people that are looking at here, they are all full with the Holy Spirit. But if you are in Christ, keep on doing your work. Keep on doing your work. If you are not in choir, join the choir. If you are not in any department, join the department. Don't come to church, sneak and just sneak back. No. Let it count. Let Christ count in you. Let it count for your life. So what are you living for? You are here today. You are not in any department. What are you living for? Let Christ count in your life. Amen. So I want to say once again, with the uh, behalf of all my entire family, saying big thanks to every one of you, especially pastor, to friends, and our loved ones too as well. Say thank you so much. We all love you. God bless you. Hallelujah. The Spirit just ministered to me now. There's someone here. You are afraid. There's a fear. Things like a fear comes in you. Once in a while like that, you are afraid. I want you to see your pastor after the closing. She's going to pray for you. And you will not experience that anymore. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for your grace upon these ones. Thank you because they are all fruit of righteousness. I give you praise, I give you glory, I give you honor. 
for what they have done so much for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I pray that you increase them, increase them in faith, increase them in glory, increase them in every on their endeavors in the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, their ministry work stronger and stronger within souls for Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. Doors are open for their sake. They will never lose anyone anymore because your word says the affliction will not repeat themselves in our home, even in our church. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, sir. Okay, we have one more testifier. and His name is Ahmed. He's Morel's elder brother. He's abroad, so he'll be speaking to us right now. Hello, Ahmed. Yes, over to you. I don't know if you can hear me clearly. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I want, first of all, I just want to thank everyone for this uh, great opportunity for coming out on this uh, occasion. And, in fact, it's, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just short of words. But I feel that I'm, it's not going to be an ideal thing for me not to speak while other Sincerely speaking, Mwaya's life challenged me. Even though I I I seem to be one of the um, um one of the person who actually led her to Christ, who my life influenced. But when Mwayo gave his life to Christ, I started trending in this spot. At the point I look at myself and I look at Mwayo's life and I was still asking myself that am I still a Christian with the life Mwayo was living? Before I traveled everything was just so tinged about her. As in, he was, she was just so different. And sincerely speaking, Mo, as she, as she is, if Mo is to make food for you as a contract, and Mo comes to the house to make that food, nobody touches it. She is so plain that everything about her is transparent. If it is your food she's making, you can't touch it. Everything that she's going to do for you, the way she cut everything, she's going to deliver it to you the way it is. You will not see anything. My dad tried it one time. She was very, very angry with my dad. And that's just to tell you how far she has gone about being transparent and being truthful. But sincerely speaking, she has also been a source of encouragement to me since... I got to, uh, since I went for my master's, it is a great privilege that she's my sister. I know that she's not, but she's just my sister. She's a source of encouragement to me now until God calls me home to. And I pray that God also has used her to reach out to as many souls as possible, which I myself also will also continue to make God proud as well, because I know that's the reason why we are all here, not just to live our lives 
the way we like or just to flex our life but to live for the to live for the glory of God and to live for Christ till the head. That's the essence why we are here. And I thank God for all that the Lord has used more to do. No, I was still the one being a sort of encouragement for my parents. But since I left, she has taken off the mantle and she has been doing it. And I'm so happy that she did it to the extent that she lived that life. She lived that life. And that's the greatest consolation that we all have as Christians. And I pray God will continue to help each and every one of us to be a source of light and a shining light to others in Jesus' name. I only thank you, Pastor Kewe, Shayot, Lonke, everyone. In fact, I may not mention your names. Amaka, Bella, every one of you. Coming out, John, Eunice, and the husband and every family. I really want to thank you. My uncle as well. It is a great privilege that you, you, you stood by her, you stood by your family, you stood by every one of us. I just want to say be thank you to her and for celebrating her. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank you very much, Ahmed. I know that if we give the mic to everybody, you would have one or two things to say about Muriel. She calls me Egbon. But you know, as it is now, she's my elder sister. But she knows things that I don't know. We love her so much. So we are going to do something. Um, the last sermon she took in church, she titled it In Obedience to Christ. So, um, medias, let's have your camera up. So I'm going to call her name, Moriah Ade Sonia, and we are going to Shout in obedience to Christ. Are we ready? Come on, cheer up. We are here to celebrate the life she has lived, right? We are here to celebrate the life she has lived. Are we ready? Are we ready? Let's test our voice first before we go. Are we ready? All right. Once again, I'm going to call out her name, Moriah Adesoya, and then we are going to scream, in obedience to Christ. One, two, three, go. Murayo Adesonya, in obedience to Christ. Murayo Adesonya, in obedience to Christ. Murayo Adesonya, in obedience to Christ. Murayo, we love you. Come on, celebrate. Come on, celebrate. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's have a seat. Okay, we're going to move straight to our second Bible reading. Emmanuel will be taking us on that. Emmanuel is Moriah's younger brother. Come and celebrate him. I'm going to be reading Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 11. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. 
a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to seal, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit at he that worketh in in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God has given to his son the sons of men to be exercised in it. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also he has set the world in their hearts, so that no man can find out the find find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Praise the Lord. Please help me. 